I am so disappointed in myself, said Renee. I went to a friend's birthday party last night, knowing there'd be desserts there. So I ate a healthy meal, and I exercised beforehand. And I still ate an insane amount of dessert. My husband even commented on the way home. Wow, you ate a lot. Boy, did that make me mad. And it was super embarrassing. I watched myself. I watched myself go from, Okay, I'll have a cookie. I can do it. To, Okay, just one more. And then I didn't stop. I kept going back. I feel like I prepared. I prepared for this event. And I still failed. I wonder if it's safer just to skip desserts altogether. I don't think I will ever be able to handle them. I pulled out this client example because it is so relatable. It's upsetting when we plan to go to a party or wedding, anticipating that tricky foods will be there, and despite feeling hopeful, we end up doing things that we are not proud of. This episode is about how to handle those tricky situations. This is the Breaking Up with Binge Eating Podcast, where every listen moves you one step closer to complete food freedom. Hosted by me, Georgie Fear, and my co-coach, Mary Claire Brescia. In my reply to Renee, I pointed out that it seemed like this scenario was more of an exception than the rule, and that was something to be proud of. After all, Renee had not had an episode like this in a long time because she wasn't around cookies on a daily basis, and she didn't go to a lot of parties. I wanted to make sure she recognized that this was not something that she did every day, and she had been doing a great job of eating her regular meals and snacks and choosing mostly whole foods day in and day out. Breaking up with binge eating does not mean never, ever overeating again. It's more about what we normally do, and noticing those exceptions so that we can help support ourselves. I will raise my hand right now and say, I am not completely safe around cookies. I have learned some tricks along the way to make it easier to moderate it, but once in a while, ouch. And it's important to remember, normal people overeat at times. It doesn't mean you'll harm your health or gain unwanted weight if it happens rarely. That said, we understand that it's upsetting, and you want to feel good about your eating as many days as possible. So what can we do to make this situation easier to handle? Renee mentioned eating a healthy meal and exercising. Those are great ideas. The meal made sure she was not overly hungry, and the exercise may have lowered her stress levels. What else can we do? I am just going to list a bunch. Number one. Pre-decide. Decide ahead of time how you will approach the desserts. Perhaps you might decide to have a normal, not skimpy serving and include some fruit. You could also be the one who brings the fruit. To my knowledge, no one has ever turned a guest away with a bowl of cut-up, colorful fruit. Number two, establish a different focus for the evening you could give yourself something I call a mini-mission. One such mini-mission might be to act as a host, making sure everyone is having a good time. Another idea is 
try to catch up with people you haven't seen in a long time. Or maybe you are going to get everyone to play a game. Many missions take our mind off of food and off of ourselves and put it back where it belongs, on our connection with others. Three, consider your environment. Put some distance between yourself and the desserts. Push the plate out of reach or sit with your back to the serving platters. Put something from the table between you and the treats, like the water pitcher. Or perhaps hang out in the living room, not in the kitchen. It's probably not a good idea to sit wedged in at the table with a bowl of chips in front of you. You know who I'm talking about. You might tell yourself that I should be able to handle this, but guess what? Almost no one can handle this. Number four, notice what your thoughts were when you chose to eat all the cookies. Write those thoughts down and come up with healthier responses. For example, if your brain offered up, I already ate three, I blew it, may as well. You could shift that to something like, three is better than five. Or, I can choose to stop now and not have any more. Eating more will just make me feel worse. If your brain tries to say, I don't care, I just want them, you could respond, I do care, and I want to feel well on my way home. It is key to write these out and not just say them in your head. Often the next day is a good time for this, after a good night's sleep, when things are seeming clearer, and you can be more rational. Review the list and your responses before your next outing. You'll be surprised when the old thoughts pop up, your new responses will not be far behind. Number five, after you eat dessert, commit to not eating for 20 minutes. That allows enough time for the urge to continue to eat to dissipate. This really works. Taking a 20 minute break might be easier than saying no. Since there's often coffee or tea served with dessert, this too can be a great tool to help the transition. Switching the cookie flavor in your mouth to a coffee flavor can help you move on. These types of situations are challenging and we need some good tools. Renee did well with the two strategies she employed and the next time she can show up with three or more to give her the upper hand. To everyone listening, Think of tough situations you may have coming up on your social calendar. Are there holiday meals, parties, baby showers? Don't stop at one or two ideas to help yourself succeed. Use as many factors as you can to support yourself. Think ahead to how it will feel to get into bed that night, feeling proud of yourself, knowing that you made it through a tricky food situation but steered yourself well. <music> 